How's it going, everybody? I'm Tyler Cunnington. Thank you for tuning in today. Please stay until the end of the episode for a special personal announcement I've had in the works for a little bit, and I'm excited to share. But first and foremost, today I've got a special interview for you all, and that is one half of the duo behind Flow Fantasy Lacrosse, Grant Schwartz. Grant and his partner Spencer, who was unavailable to hop on the call today, created Flow Fantasy from scratch in the months leading up to the PLL Championship Series this past July. The finished product became the first version of fantasy lacrosse in the sport's 20 years as a professional league, and it added even more excitement to the PLL Island amongst lacrosse fans. When I talked to them last, they were eager to see their project become a reality. Today we'll follow up on fantasy lacrosse and see what's in store for 2021, and talk about their latest endeavor, Daily Fantasy for College Lacrosse, that was just released to the public today. So, without further ado, here's the brains of the operation, Grant. Grant Schwartz, what's going on, my man? Not much. How about you, Tyler? How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing good. It's a, like I said before this, a snowy day up here at school, so kind of just hunkering down. Uh, we didn't have class today, so uh, kind of just hanging out, uh, knocking out some work, and uh, scheduling this interview. So glad I could have you today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So uh, just some personal stuff. It's been a while since we talked last, but uh, how's high school been, uh, especially in New York City, if I'm not mistaken, that's where you're at um, during all of this craziness? Yeah, I mean, it's weird, but it's uh, it's nice to be back in school. I feel like that's the first time I'm saying that, but um, I'm hybrid, so I'm in two days a week and I'm remote three days a week. And, and you know, it breaks up the week well and I'm not too upset about it. I'm just glad that I can be in person in New York City. Yeah, no, 100%. I don't think that's something many people would have imagined, you know, possible even a couple months ago, um, let alone last year. So that's good to hear. I agree. We just started hybrid uh, in-person classes. Uh, I have three out of my four actually meet uh, once out of the two times a week in person. It's definitely a lot better, a lot more of a conducive learning environment. So I'm getting at least something out of my last semester. So I'm in, I'm, I'm happy to have that. Um how have you been enjoying the start of college lacrosse? Obviously, we're about two weekends in. Uh, who are some of your favorite teams, favorite players? Uh, elaborate on that. Well, you know, I love uh, me Sean Goldsmith from Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the fan favorite, Mercer. Stud. Stud. 6'4", 220, something like that. Stud. Uh, yeah. And uh, honestly, like, I haven't been watching too many of the games, been getting a lot of work in. But uh, I obviously just watched the high point game, UNC game. It was pretty close. UNC was half asleep in the first quarter, but um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that was a yeah incredible game. That we're recording this just after that ended about twenty minutes ago or so. Uh, Nolting finishing with nine points. Chris Gray right behind him with seven. That would have been, you know, upwards of a forty perform forty point performance in the world of fantasy lacrosse which is going to lead me into uh, sort of the next part of this conversation, uh, sort of the aftermath. So like I said, the last time we spoke, it was the weeks leading into the championship series where you guys, uh, you and Spencer were, you know, releasing fantasy lacrosse to the world. Uh, and obviously that wrapped up in August after the Whipsnakes took the crown once again in thrilling fashion. But, you know, I'm just curious, you know, what was the participation on the site like? You know, were you able to see how many leagues were created, how many people signed up to play, uh, especially because I know you guys are really excited about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we had a great turnout, I think, for our first inaugural season, especially I think given the status of the website. And I know we had some technical difficulties and work and resolve that. We have resolved that. So we're very excited for this season. But last season, um, just to give you some numbers, we had about 3,500 people sign up to use the platform, which we thought was excellent for our inaugural season. Yeah. Uh, we had about 1,000 leagues created and uh, just about 3,000, just under 3,000 teams participate in fantasy. Um, that's awesome. That's, uh, that's really good. That's really good turnout, especially, obviously, like you were saying, you know, first time and even in the world, you know, of lacrosse, we know it's pretty niche, but, uh, numbers like that are good, no matter how you slice it. Um, I'm curious. So how did the, I know you're doing a lot of the, you know, posts on Instagram and, and Twitter as well, but, you know, kind of promoting, you know, sort of leading up to drafts for everybody kind of trying to strategize, but I'm wondering how did some of the players you predicted to do the best, uh, in the tournaments or who are going to be the most valuable compared to how it actually shook out? Cause I know a lot yeah. of people sort of got some surprised people. Players. Yeah. So, I mean, I was like espousing Trevor Baptiste as the number one draft pick and he performed horribly, like or not horribly mediocre at best. Yes. And so, you know, I think it, because of the championship series, a lot was in the air and there was a lot of the like dynamic dynamics that we would have seen in a normal season the, over the course of many weeks didn't necessarily come to fruition. Um, and so I think, it, it made for an interesting fantasy season. And I think we have a lot of interesting data as a result of that. And it's going to be interesting how it affects draft picks this season, because, you know, a lot of our data is generated from previous seasons. And right. so we'll see how that uh, affects people's picks this season. Yeah. And I was kind of, I was going to get to that uh, in a second. I was going to say, you know, obviously you've had a season of data to work with strictly from a fantasy point with all of these guys, but now I'm wondering what kind of problems are you running into uh, in terms of running simulations? Cause I know that's how you went about doing it last time and kind of creating these projections for a lot of these MLL guys that are about to enter the league. Um, I know Jake Watts, the stat guy for the PLL seems to be working on gathering all the numbers from the past years in the MLL, but I'm curious how you're planning on tackling a lot of these new faces. Yeah. So, you know, we, we take a very data driven approach to the, these things. Um, and last year we did a lot of the simulations and we've refined that more, even more this year. Um, and we're not necessarily, I know last year, a big part of our strategy was finding parity among positions. So equally valuing each position. And I think we're going to change that strategy this year just because we found that it didn't necessarily make sense. I don't know. And we're, we're open to iterating and it's not what the user base seemed to want. So we're going to iterate and we're going to continue to grow on that. Um, and so in that answering the MLL part, we, we have it under control. It's not necessarily going to be the same accuracy that we're getting from PLL players playing who played against each other, but we're taking into account in each game that an MLL player plays against who they're playing against and equivalent players, if that makes sense. So right. there are a lot of factors that play into the MLL that will then help, I think, drive the precision of the data for the PLL. Yeah, no, that's, it's exciting. And it, it was definitely one of the first things I thought of uh, before we were having this conversation was, you know, you got a lot of new faces coming in, but, you know, a lot of guys with who were facing different competition for so many years, but also just kind of the, the numbers part, because I know yeah. that stats weren't the, 
greatest thing with the MLL. And then now with the merger, it's kind of up in the air of like where all that went. So I was definitely thinking about that. Um, as far as, you know, just go away from the players, as far as the actual website, uh, I know you mentioned that there was a few bugs, but for the most part, it seemed like it ran pretty smooth. You know, the drafting process, you know, was a little, you know, wonky with, you know, choosing players. Um, but for the most part, it ran pretty smooth. And I'm wondering, uh, what are some of the adjustments you plan on making to the site for this upcoming season? Anything you've sort of been aiming to add or any bugs you've been trying to fix? Uh, anything along those lines? So, over the past couple months, I've been rebuilding the whole site and it's been completely rebuilt and um, it's using new technologies. It's using a lot of the lessons we learned from last year. And so what you're going to see this year is going to be even closer to what you can expect from an ESPN or a Yahoo Sports. And so the drafting is going to look very, very similar. And the, wow. the waiver wire and all of that, it's going to, I mean, we're going to put our own spin on it, but it's going to be a lot closer to that than it was last year. Um, and we, we got a lot of user feedback from last year. And so we're integrating all of that into how we build out the platform for this year. Wow. That's, uh, I, I remembered our, in our, our conversation, you know, like I said, the last time we spoke, you, you guys did have sort of high, you know, expectations for down the road, you know, really trying to get it to look, you know, comparable to fantasy basketball, fantasy football, you know, a lot of those elite, you know, massive sort of, uh, online platforms, uh, that just makes me excited to hear it in itself. I love that. Uh, I think, you know, making it look as professional as it can be, you know, just helps everything in the long run. Um, so that's, that's really exciting. It, it makes me wonder, cause I'm actually learning about stuff like this in a lot of my classes too. Um, in terms of your like inspiration behind all of this, uh, I mean, I'm assuming you guys have some ties to lacrosse itself, but in terms of pursuing something, you know, of this, you know, magnitude, and something so involved and you guys taking it on and building it from scratch um, did sort of the, the idea of how massive, you know, betting and sports, you know, sports gambling, obviously. And then, you know, fantasy sports itself, just how large that has been in the professional sports realm, you know, across any sport. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, did that have to play that had to have played a part, you know, and you guys wanting to get this going because as lacrosse grows, you guys will be right there with it by having created this. So like early in the process. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the growth we've seen in fantasy sports over the last couple of years is super encouraging for us. I mean, we're not necessarily at the point where we can be gambling or facilitating gambling because of the legalities. Um, but it's definitely encouraging to see the receptiveness that we've gotten from the lacrosse community, the small but yet very committed lacrosse community and the, you know, growth we've seen over with fantasy football over the last decade. Right. I mean, it's helped drive football into that next level and it's helped drive uh, fan engagement, which I think is super important for lacrosse given it's inaccessibility uh, over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent a theme that we've seen from the Rabels, you know, talking about that fan engagement aspect and getting, you know, different faces involved, you know, maybe that's a good way for a new fan to hop into it um, yeah. to, to, to add into a, a fantasy aspect. So, you know, they're at least playing for something. And then along the way you're seeing, you know, these trends of, you know, who gets all these points, you know, these guys must be the good players uh, and so on and so forth. So I think that that's, you know, that's the exact, you know, that's the, the dead on approach that you should be having. Um, but you guys are smart, so I'm not surprised. Um, so you mentioned, um, about the, you know, the website and sort of your different approach to 
players and sort of how you're structuring it. Are there any, were there any people you consulted, uh, any kind of resources you've been utilizing to improve this experience overall for the next coming season? Um, uh, I imagine you guys were kind of a lot on your own, you know, last year, but you know, this year you've kind of had a lot of time to brainstorm and, 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 uh, and game plan. So I'm wondering what kind of new things you used to, to, to elevate it this year. Yeah. So I think the first thing when the season ended in August last year, the biggest step for us was then surveying all of our users and understanding what went well, what went poorly, what would you like to see in the future? Right. And of course, the lacrosse community responded very loudly. Um, and so we got a lot of feedback, which is great. And so from that, we set out to design the new platform entirely from scratch, abiding by, you know, certain design principles that we've seen, you see in Apple and you see in Google and all of that, those big companies. And so we use, we've used similar design pr principles in building this platform, which I think helps, you know, user experience, obviously. And so we've taken that, you know, more startup approach and also the feedback from the lacrosse community, we've synthesized into what the website looks like now. Um, and we've been beta testing and all of that jazz to make sure it's zoned in. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. I wasn't sure if, you know, there was any other, you know, kind of like design people or people that, you know, have, you know, ties to fantasy and stuff like that. I didn't know if maybe you were reaching out to people on, you know, any kind of advice, but it sounds like you guys have it under control yourselves. Like I said, I, I, I trust you guys. You are uh, two very bright, bright young individuals. Um, speaking of the fantasy experience, the fan experience, I believe you told me leading into this conversation that you guys have a project in the works right now in terms of the college game. Would you care to elaborate on that? Absolutely. Thank you, Tyler. Um, so I think one of the behind the PLL, the greatest demand we've seen in lacrosse for fantasy is absolutely in college. Right. And so with this year being a little wonky, we decided it would not be the best approach to do traditional fantasy for the college. Um, and so from that, we decided to do daily fantasy. And so it's going to be very similar to your DraftKings or your FanDuel, except we're not facilitating gambling um, right. Right. or prize giving in any way. And so you'll be able to create your lineups from the previous week from yeah, and you're gonna basically each player has a given cost just like DraftKings and you assemble your roster up to a given cost right now it's $50,000 um and they're all scaled based on their performance from last year and then will continue to be scaled the pricing will be scaled based off their performance this season um and so once you make your lineup you can then enter that into a variety of contests that will be hosted by Flow Fantasy and a variety of other partners of our other partners um, as well as you can also just create a contest for your friends or for your company or for whoever and have a private contest for that where you can go head to head with your lineups. And some details on that is right now, our, our, for our launch, we're just going to be supporting the ACC, the Big Ten and the Big East, just because we, we had originally all the conferences, except it was 2,800 players, right? So it's going to be really hard for someone to go through especially someone who doesn't necessarily know all the players and be able to pick out, you know, starting lineup that's going to perform well or even have starters on it. Um, and so we've really narrowed it down to that. And we're very open and looking to expand to other conferences. 
Yeah, that, wow. Okay. So that's the first that I'm hearing of this. There was no prior, uh, any details shared about that. Um, that sounds awesome. I think that's a great idea given the seasons, you know, situation, uh, switching to some more of a daily, uh, a daily system. And I would imagine that that would sort of facilitate any kind of, you know, system, uh, for that in terms of daily to go to the pro. Uh, for you guys. So I'm sure that was obviously on your mind. Um, of course, you know, I'm coming up with that now. Uh, but, you know, I think that that sounds awesome. I think that's, that's super sick. You know, there's, as far as March, you know, you said you're op- you kind of open up with those slated games. Uh, you've got at least the rest of March, rest of April and May, and obviously to the championship. So that gives you plenty of time to see how that pans out uh, to even maybe even implement it for, you know, for this summer. Yeah. Um, so I think that's uh that's an awesome twist. You know, I think what people kind of need to understand is, you know, not only is this, you know, two high school kids making, you know, this entire thing by themselves, but it's, we've had pro lacrosse for upwards of 20 years. There's been fantasy sports for 50, 60 years. I mean, if you're just going to stick to football or uh, even baseball, but this is something that's been around for so long and we've had pro lacrosse for 20 plus years now, uh, heading into 2021. Uh, and to get all of this now is just incredible. I think it's, you know, I don't want to say it's about time, but I think it's a perfect, perfect move paired with, you know, the PL trying to grow the game. Um, but you know, it feels, it feels right. And I think, uh, you guys are doing a great service to growing the sport and, yeah, this it just sounds. This is awesome. I think that's fantastic. I'm curious about the kind of just went on a tangent there, but I'm curious about the the process for college. So, did you guys try to rank all those guys based on just last year, or did you use as many years as you could for each player? Because obviously, there's some freshmen that are really good, but you know they've only had their season, and then there's seniors who've got more years. So, how did you go about kind of trying to balance the pricing, I guess, based on what you were saying, the 50 grand, how would you go about pricing these guys? Well, so the preliminary prices are based off of last year's stats and there are obvious complications for that because they're incoming freshmen that are going to be insane. Um, and they're outgoing seniors. Right. And so the big solve for that is, you know, guesstimating what their value should be based off their high school careers. And then it's going to be an iterative process. So every week, each player will be reevaluated based off of given weight of where they sit. If they're a freshman, their performance in, you know, their first few games is going to be weighted more heavily than a senior just to get that data in. Um, and so throughout the, the weeks there, it'll evolve. Um, and I think that it will more accurately reflect uh, their performance as it goes on. So week by week basis, I personally have never done DraftKings or, you know, uh, I'm forgetting the other one already, but um, the two big ones for football or, you know, they even do it for the NBA. I've never played it that way. So this will maybe be a good way for me to kind of get introduced to it. But a week by week upgrade uh, seems like a pretty interesting yet complicated, you know, (laughs) a way of doing it. But that's going to be things running smoothly. That's going to be awesome. So as of right now, you're saying it's slated to begin late February, early March. Is it going to be under a different Twitter handle? Are you going to kind of, or are you just going to run it everything through the accounts you already have? So everything is going to be run through the accounts we already have, which is 
at Flow Fantasy Inc. for both Twitter and Instagram. Um, and we're going to be having a lot of content, both relating to primarily daily fantasy March through May. And then we're going to transition to the pro game from there on. And on top of that, if I could just plug this in, because I kind of forgot on top of the daily, we're launching a new product called Prism. And what it is, is uh, enriched statistics and predictions for the pro game. And so that'll be available this summer. And it's a it is a dollar ninety nine one time seasonal purchase. But 100% of the proceeds from that uh, will be uh, sorry will be funneled through Flow Fantasy Gives, which is will be donated through our uh, charitable partners to Lacrosse the Nations and other charitable partners that have yet to be determined. Wow, that is outstanding! You guys just can't do anything wrong. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's awesome. I think that's really interesting. I definitely know a few people who will be all over that. Uh, who you know, I'm sure you maybe you're already familiar with you know, some of the guys who provide, you know, like lacrosse analytics, uh, there's Winston analytics who did a lot of stuff with the PLL last year, who I think works with lax all-stars. So there's definitely, you know, people who've already been interested in that. So I'm sure that they will be thrilled to see something, uh, on that scale. So a lot coming, a lot to expect, a lot to look forward to, um, Grant, fantastic conversation. I'm glad I could, uh, get this done with you, you know, so far in advance, but, you know, I'm sure the people are going to be thrilled uh, hearing this conversation and obviously seeing the release of your newest product. We cannot wait to see the website. I cannot wait either. So anything else you'd like to plug in? Again, they are at Flow Fantasy Inc. on Twitter and Instagram. Stay tuned uh, through those for updates and just wait and see. Uh, only a, uh, a couple more weeks until we'll get the look at the college game. So again, Grant, you want to say anything else before we wrap this up? Uh, floor is yours. Thank you. Um, I think the only thing I'll say is like, even given this complicated year with college lacrosse, and we'll see what the pro season brings. I think a lot can, a lot of joy can be found in playing fantasy sports, even given the weirdness. And I think especially given the weirdness. And, um, you know, it's a free service. It costs nothing to do. And we just want to deliver as good of an experience as possible. So if you'd like to be a part of that, you can go to flowfantasy.com and sign up and uh, let's play some fantasy sports. Yeah, right on. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm going to tell as many people as I can. Um, but really just a, a waiting game right now and uh, very eager while waiting. So Thanks so much, Grant. Again, we'll stay in touch, of course, uh, and we'll try to hopefully uh, keep things updated as the season goes on because I'd love to uh, be able to share what you guys are trying to do. So appreciate it. Thank you all again for listening. I appreciate you taking the time and I hope you enjoyed. As for my special announcement, I would like to share with you all that I will be covering fantasy lacrosse, both daily for college and regular for the PLL, for Pro Lacrosse Talk and the Lacrosse Playground website going forward. I'll have my own video segment titled Fantasy Lacks Focus, where I'll bring you breakdowns of player performances, stats, and lineup suggestions for you, the fans. I'll also be writing non-fantasy content for PLT at the same time, and I'm really eager to get started. Be sure to follow me on my Twitter if you don't already, at tcunnington underscore lax, and be sure to check out at Pro Lacrosse Talk on Twitter for all things fantasy going forward, where you'll find myself and the rest of the PLT team delivering you the best analysis out there. Thanks again, and I'll see you all next time.